two, one. Yeah, we ready right now. It's about time. What it do, what it do, what it do. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Command Time with DT and Kayla. Um, unfortunately, uh, we had some technical difficulties today um, in terms of trying to meet today. So, um, you know, Kayla will not be joining this uh, podcast tonight. But so it'll just be, be me solo tonight. What's going on, everybody? Like I said, this is Command Time with Kayla and DT, presented by Double FSN. So, just going to be talking to you today about the upcoming matchup, tomorrow's matchup, the Washington Commanders will be looking to rebound after a 34-31 to 31 overtime loss against their division rival Philadelphia Eagles and get ready and prep themselves up for a blackout game against the Chicago Bears. So this is a... Um, this is the point in the season where Washington, you know, they kind of got through the first four games with a couple of licks and nick up. Um, for those that don't know me or follow me on Twitter at D Cleveland Jr., um, this this is kind of where I saw Washington at. Um, I saw Washington starting out the season kind of two and two down the stretch of the season. Uh, two difficult matchups, you know, the Buffalo Bills again try to see where we at as a team and also seeing where we at, you know, nationally on the stage. And I think for that, you know, we did not pass with flying colors. Um, got outplayed on every spectrum of the ball, special teams, defense, and offense. Um, then you see this Philadelphia game. This is a team in your conference, a team in your division, uh, a team that was – in the Super Bowl last year, um, you start to gauge yourself and see how you go up against the NFC elites. And this is a team that we beat last year uh, when they were undefeated. So this was a huge matchup for the commanders on the road in the city of brotherly love at the link. Um, I have to say one of my favorite stadiums to play. I don't know what it is, but I just love seeing the Burgundy Gold team play in Philadelphia. It's something about Philadelphia Stadium I just love about. Always key matchup, um, some memorable games. But nevertheless, um, you know, last part, we talked about more victories and stuff. Not really a big fan of it, but I can at least come out this game with some some healthy thoughts. Um, I believe Sam Howell played absolutely well, and we're starting to see – the, the maturing of that position for a young quarterback only in his fifth start, and he's still looking to part a little bit. He had one hiccup uh, against the Bills, but he he the mental fortitude to rebound from that. I think that has a lot of weight to be held and things to be said. Um, the defense was probably the biggest disappointment against the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, we talked about it on the last part. Um, we're heading into this matchup. Against the Chicago Bears, uh, a team that's winless with uh, a lot of offseason hype with the trade for DJ Moore, uh, Justin Field uh, growing into that position, a lot of key acquisitions on the defensive front, linebackers and secondary young talent on the defense. But so far, um, as an outsider looking in, um, a lot of that stuff has not come together yet for that team. 
Um, you can see it with their record. Um, they did have a good game in terms of offensive production against the Denver Broncos, but context could be added that, you know, that's the very same team that gave us 70 points um, to the Miami Dolphins. Um, I think looking at that, that could have been a get right game for Justin Fields. It could have been something to spark something. So I'm not sleeping on the Bears. I'm not seeing them as a team that even though they are 0 5, they Justin Fields is a quarterback that has historically given this Washington team some problems when it comes to the dual threat quarterbacks that can throw and run out the pocket and do damage with their legs. So watching um this Bears team from last year, this year, I think the biggest difference is offensively uh, having a number one receiver now to go with Justin Fields. And I look for him to um, get him involved most definitely in this game to, to make the game comfortable for him. Cole Clement was um, being used last week. Uh, he had good numbers last week. Darnell Mooney, he's still there. Uh, Khalil Herbert, he's taking over the running back job after David Montgomery been there for a couple years. Roshan Johnson, the rookie out of Texas. Uh, Deontay Foreman, uh, veteran there who also came from Texas. Uh, so this is a team that has some sneaky, sneaky players up there. Um, you know, and looking at that team now, they're they're going to be coming to FedEx Field with a chip on their shoulder. And usually these are the games where it becomes a trap game or it becomes a game closer than what everybody else thinks. And I've got to say, watching Washington teams and watching the Bears so far, this could be one of those games where – you know, Washington fans might have to brace themselves. It could be either a shootout or it could be an ugly game. Or it could be, best-case scenario, a game where we should show some, t- some type of dominance. And with that being said, I want to go ahead and talk about some of the key things that can lead to a Washington Commanders win. The first thing I want to look at, obviously, is the defense has to be dominant. Um, you know, the, the talent on this defense has been invested in very shortly from the defensive line to the linebacker, Jamin Davis, to the secondary, whether they were a seventh round pick, fifth round pick, fourth round pick, first round pick, they invested a lot in this secondary. And it's a bunch of young, talented players that are hungry. They, they're ready to make plays. And I think this week, this definitely is a good week. And also, um, I love the fact that Washington is getting another opportunity to rebound from that heartbreaking loss Sunday because there were a lot of mistakes that happened on the defensive side. Uh, you know, Philadelphia gave a lot of big – got a lot of big plays because of miscommunications, uh, attacking a young rookie like uh, Manuel Forbes. I look for him to rebound this week. And – what better way to do it than go against uh, DJ Moore, uh, a guy who has been considered one of the best receivers in the league, probably, you know, depending on where you rank him, I have him as a top 15 receiver. Very talented player, played in Carolina. Uh, didn't really have a, a quarterback consistently, but he, he put up consistent numbers. So the defense for me is, is really going to be the biggest key 
Um, if they can rebound, they can play to what they're supposed to be. And especially with the stretch coming up for this team alone, and I don't even want to talk about the schedule right now. I just want to focus on this game. But the way the schedule is set up now, Washington can go on a run to get themselves some leeway, get themselves some cushion to to help themselves make a case to get into a wild card. Um, most definitely. Uh, the, the NFC is, is not as strong as what people think. The another thing I want to see um, matchup-wise is especially I want to see EB and Sam cook. I want to see them cook a little bit more. Um, I know people have been complaining about the play calling and designing past couple of weeks, but I think the biggest thing for EB calling plays and Sam on the field is execution. Um, that's just general. It's the execution of the offense. You can call a bunch of pass plays all you want, but if they're not executing it right, then that's really the problem. Um, EB has always been a guy that's like to throw it, and the irony is he is a former running back. So he's adjusted to the modern NFL, and I think that's good because I think with the all wide receivers, their strength is yards after the catch. So putting the ball in their hands, making plays, and make, giving a short distance to make our run game more effective. I think that is the ultimate goal. Um, the passing game makes the run game more efficient and more effective. And that's why the, the yards per carry has been up extremely high because last year with Scott Turner, they were running so much, it, it started to become very ineffective. With EB, he's made this run game very effective. And that's the underrated thing I love about this offense. Um, using the playmaker strength and executing it very well. We saw that last week with Sam Howell to rebound, got the ball out of his hand, boom. One, two seconds, boom, one, two seconds, boom, one, two seconds, then a couple of deep shots. Um, He's going to click on the deep shots soon. But right now, I love what the quick game and immediate shots have been. Um, You're starting to see the talent that Sam has is not ordinary first fifth round pick-wise. And I'm just excited, man. Uh, I really love what this offense is doing. I want to see Sam and EB cook up some things on – Thursday night because this Bears defense is definitely food. Uh, The Bears defense has struggled throughout the whole year. Um, A lot of quarterbacks have had their ways. A lot of wide receivers have had their ways. And what better way to get our wide receivers as such as Terry, uh, Jahan, definitely Jahan. Jahan, this could definitely be one of his breakout games this year. Um, he has had some struggles to get the ball consistently, has some, you know, also has some drops as well. So I, I would love to see Jahan get involved as well, just like a Curtis Samuel and a Terry McCorn. And also De'Ami Brown. De'Ami Brown has silently put up a very productive year so far. And I think it's obvious with the having the fact that your quarterback from college is now the starting quarterback for the team that you just got drafted to. So uh, I love what I've seen so far from the wide receivers. Love what I've seen from the tight ends. Little Thomas coming back is definitely a huge boost. Um, I, I, I understand. I've, I've been on the Cole Turner train, but 
the one thing I know is with Cole Turner, in terms of physicality, that's where he's kind of lacking, uh, especially at the catch point, especially being physical, running over, trucking players. Um, that's that's not Cole's Turner thing. And I love that that's what Logan brings as to the game as well. The final thing I want to see for this team, I'm going to be honest with you, man. Um it might be two things, but I want to see Tressway rebound as well. Um, I think nobody has really talked about this. And I'm not trying – look, I I actually got cooked in a group chat for this because I was going off. I was like, yo, Tressway had a bad game. It's like, man, the punter is the last thing we want to talk about. And, like, okay, I get it. He's been very one of the consistent players on the team. But let's not act like that 29-yard punt did not have a lot of things to do with the fact of how the Eagles drove downfield and won the game. If it was a regular 50, regular 48-yard punt, like we always seen, it is pinned at the 10, the 5, the 1, or maybe even the 13, the 20-yard line, that that definitely flips the probability rate of the Philadelphia Eagles driving downfield to, to win the game. And Tress Wade did not have a good game. Let's... Let's be real. As much as much uh, strays as Cheeseman had caught, this is the first time I've seen Tressway had a bad game. And I look for him to rebound as well. And that's very pretty much a short note. The the final thing is I wanted to see is it's deep in my heart. FedEx Field gotta be rocking. The game is sold out. This is the first primetime game. Um the Bears come in. A historic franchise. Washington is two and two. Has a possibility to go three and two. You're wearing the black jerseys for a Thursday night game. The energy needs to erupt in the stadium. The, st- the energy needs to be there for our guys. Um, in order for us to have the biggest change ever since ownership has started, we have to buy in. Uh, I know there are some people who don't like Ron. I know there are some people who don't like Jason Wright. I know there are some people who just don't like certain things about the team or this, that, and et cetera. But at the end of the day, you bleed burgundy and gold. At the end of the day, uh, this is a game coming up where we can make a statement to, to the world to let people know, hey, this team has some talent, man. This team can can be a team feared against a lot of teams. So I'm I'm really excited for the opportunity. Um, I think one some of the keys, obviously, I know I talked about it, but let me go a little bit more in depth just to, you know, close out. One, you got to contain Justin Fields. If, if there's one way to beat Justin, I would make Justin Fields beat us with his arm because last year, the game was 12-7, but it should have been 21-12 to based on the production Justin Fields has as a runner. And we, we had a nail by last year. I think this team – well, I think this game's obviously going to be different from last year based on how the offensive coordinators are and some of the players replacing the players from last year. Watching this defense, it, it – the pass rush is is there, but it's not there at the same time. We're gonna have to break out and get at least nine sacks to to 
pure, cure my agenda pushing for this defense. Uh, this defense should not be giving up the amount of yards and point as it should with all the talent outside of the linebacker position. Contain Justin Fields and make him beat you as a passer. Stop the run game overall. That way you can force him to pass and get home. Chase Young's back. Jonathan Allen, uh, he he has that fascia uh, injury, and I kind I kind of see it a little bit how it's affecting him, but he's still then and there. Deron Payne, Montez Sweat, you know these guys got to come in and ball. These guys got to come in and ball. This this is you want to get paid, you want to be known as the best defensive line of football. And I know the opponent things matter to some. Go out there and get sacks. Go out there and get home. Go out there and be disruptive. The talent on his defense should be at least 49ers and Dallas level. Right now, I don't know what level this defense is because it's so inconsistent. Another thing for the offense, attack the secondary. Like I said, I want E.B. and Sam to cook. I think the biggest weakness is the back seven and probably a little bit of the defensive line. But attack the back seven of this uh, Bears defense. They're giving up 100 passer rating against wide receivers and quarterbacks. So let's feed Terry. Let's feed Jahan. Let's feed Curtis. Let's feed Deami. Let's feed everybody else that's in the wide receiver room. Let's attack this secondary that sets up the run pretty good. Then we hit some play action, and I think we'll be fine. And, well, that's pretty much what I have for today and tonight's episode of Command Time with Kayla and DT presented by Double FSN. With that being said, I cannot wait for the game tomorrow night. Game will come on Amazon Prime at 8.15 on the dot. Farewell, everybody. And I'll catch you on the post-game recap show. Good night, and everybody stay safe. Got me feeling so free.